Right now on Truth Today, we're going to be discussing why we must obey God and not corrupt government in 2024. We will not comply. We're also going to be talking about uh, bio warfare, Hamas mobs, migrant invasion, the New World Order, and Bible prophecy being fulfilled all ahead of us in 2024. That and much more right now on Truth Today. All right. Well, thank you for joining us here on Truth Today. Um, I want to uh, apologize for the delay today. Uh, it's very, very unusual. We have never, ever, ever gone uh, past uh, our noon start time on Tuesdays. But uh, our main software that we use for live streaming, there's a program, or not an online program, but there's a software we have. Um, it just went down today. It would not open. It would not uh, work. We tried to uh, restart and, and tried everything we can. So we're going on this platform. This is our uh, new um, platform that we want to use for bringing in guests onto our show. And so we're live streaming through this platform. So if it's a little bit uh, weird with the with the way it looks and with some of our transitions and, and videos coming in and things like that, please bear with us today. It's the first time that uh, we're using this, but we're trying our best and we are live on Rumble at least, thank God. And also, I believe on our website, Jaya, are we live on both? Yeah, so we're live on both. So we're glad you can join us today. Again, apologies. Thank you for being with us. Um, I know that we have uh, some folks joining us from other all uh, parts of the country. Um, yes, thank you for just uh, letting us know where you're from. So I wanted to start 2024. First of all, Happy New Year. I hope and pray you guys had a wonderful time with your family, with friends. We had a great time, New Year's Eve, gathering here in East Tennessee. Uh, we gathered folks from our homeschool co-op, from Covenant Christian School, which meets at Patriot Church. We were at the Patriot Church building there, and it was just a blessed time. The most precious part of it was when we got to worship. My second oldest son led a time of worship and then ended up being kind of spontaneous worship. And it was just so precious to prepare our hearts for this coming year and for all that is ahead. And that is really critical for, I think, how we as believers respond and prepare for all that is ahead. What we do not know, what God knows and what we do not know, we must be prepared spiritually, in deed, in word, in faith, and in action to serve the Lord, to love the Lord, to desire a deeper walk with Him, more my prayer, which by the way is on Rumble. If you just go to, if you're on Rumble, you can just go to our, um, you know, where we have our videos posted and you'll see it's about a seven minute prayer. But if you want to just pray along with what I prayed, what I felt the Lord lead me to pray for God's people in 2024, you can watch that and pray along and worship along. Because really, remember, we are getting ready for the coming kingdom of God soon to come on this earth as it is in heaven. And so everything that we do is preparatory. Everything that we do, folks, is kind of a rehearsal for what that will look like when the King of, King, King, King of Kings returns. And so it was just a real precious time, real anointed time to start the year, to go into this year, which I believe is going to be uh, very tumultuous. It already is. I mean, look at day one of what's happening globally. We have this massive earthquake that hits Japan, tsunamis, then hitting the West Coast. We have continual uprisings all over the world and here in America, which we'll talk about. But I want to start off with kind of the theme that we have for today. And I think we have an image, don't we, Drya, of our title? 
Again, we're trying to work on that, but just you know, just bring it up full screen if you want to do that. But um, yeah, obeying God, not corrupt government. I think that is going to be one of, or, is our audio still good, Redra? I think that that's going to be one of the themes of this coming year is number one, witnessing government becoming more and more corrupt. I, I don't think I'm going on a limb by saying that I think that's what we're going to witness more of. My show last week, right on the Trump ballot gate, selections, not elections. Please watch that if you did not get a chance to watch that. While I, listen, while I agree that there are some good righteous, godly people in positions of government, in positions of authority. Happy New Year, everybody. If you're joining us late, Happy New Year. Thank you for being with us today. Again, my apologies about the delay with uh, our software crashing and us having to go to our new one that we're, by the way, this is what we're going to be using when we bring in guests. So you kind of see a little bit of a, of a, of a preview of what we're going to be doing when we bring in guests. But I think 2024 is going to be a critical year of obedience to God and us making that decision to not comply with a corrupt government. You know, we have a brand new DVD, as you know, that's coming out. It's in post-production right now. And it is called We Will Not Comply. And I think, Joy, I sent an image of that over to you. You didn't bring it. Okay. But that's our brand new DVD. It's on our website, by the way. If you go to our website, tillministry.com. Maybe Dry, you can bring that up at some point for the for the website. Um, tillministry.com slash order. There you go. And if you go to slash order, you will see the link to the brand new website called We Will Not Comply. The battle between obeying God versus government. And I just really believe in my spirit that this is going to be I don't want to say a theme because I think it has to be a lifestyle, right? Obeying God has got to be our lifestyle as believers. It's got to be just number one. Everything we do has to be about obeying God because we love him, because we desire to serve him. But in anticipation, I believe we're going to see a greater level of corruption within global government and here in the United States. And that's in fulfillment of Bible prophecy because we are seeing the rise of the beast system, right? I just um, was working on our edits the other night and I was reminded by this Holy Spirit again of what's in the DVD, by the way, that Christians have faced this decision throughout the history of the Bible from the Old Testament to the New Testament, from the Old Testament to the church, Christians have been faced with the decision of obedience to God or obedience to government. And when they obey God, sometimes they have to pay a heavy price and sometimes they pay with their lives. And we've seen that, that throughout history. Again, I have another DVD on our website called The War on Christians because we are in the worst persecution of Christians, numerically speaking, and the number one perpetrator of that persecution is Islam. It is not government. It is Islam. It is this demonic antichrist ideology that many are bowing to in the world and are going to continue to bow to, which is what we see with all these pro-jihad, pro-Islam, pro-Hamas rallies that are these mobs, this chaotic, illegal criminal mobs that are being allowed by, again, government, by those who are in positions of authority to give orders to law enforcement to stand out. The mayors and the city council and the commissioners and the governors and all those people who are in positions of authority who are supposed to be ministers of God. Again, in the DVD I go through, an extensive teaching on properly interpreting Romans 13, the proper understanding of Romans 13, and how we are not 
to obey go government when government becomes a doer of evil. That's the litmus test, folks, to, 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 to bring it down to one sentence. If government becomes a doer of any evil that has been defined by the word of God, including corruption, by the way, which is defined very clearly in the word of God, injustice and corruption are very, very, very well defined in the word of God. It is a cancer to any nation. When that is happening and the bloodshed of innocence is happening, the perversion within the nation is happening. It is our duty in that situation. When we see government becoming a purveyor of evil, it is our duty to obey God. There's no ands, ifs, or buts. It is not optional. We must obey God. And every church that is that it told you during COVID, you got to obey government. You need to rebuke them and you need to leave those churches. If you're, if you're still in those churches, folks, I don't know what to tell you. If your church was telling you in 2020, you just we we are just we just need to obey government. You should have left that church a long time ago. You should have left that church a long time ago. And now, if unless they repented, unless they came out and said we were wrong, we repent. And in the DVD, we will not comply. We're going to go into an in-depth study of Romans 13, properly interpreted, properly applied, understanding that God has instituted more than one ruler. It is not just government, but the family, the church, and the individual. God has given authority to the individual, limited authority. God has given limited authority to the family, mom and dad. God has given limited authority to the church, the ecclesia, and God has given limited authority to the government, not unlimited authority. So we obey civil authority when civil authority is a purveyor of good, Romans 13, 3, in line with God's word. We do not obey civil authority when civil authority is a purveyor of evil. And every pastor should know that if they have any worth in them. But if you're a part of a church that is still telling you that we just got to obey government no matter what, you need to leave. You need to find the pastor, find the church, find the ministry that is going to properly teach you the Bible, properly teach you the Word of God, and give you the right understanding. And I think that's going to be even further manifest as much as we saw this in 2020 and 2021 and even 2022 with so many churches complying and so many Christians complying to the to the to the forced shots and forced masking and forced isolation and forced taking your kids uh, out of education which of course I'm glad about that getting out of the public government schools public schools I think this is going to become a bigger issue because 2024, I think, is going to be another year where we're going to see Bible prophecy take another massive leap towards fulfillment, especially with global governance, especially with one world government, one world economy, handing over national sovereignty. Let's not forget, in March of this year, the World Health Organization is voting. All these 194 nations are getting together again to vote to ratify that accord that they voted on last year, where it gives over sovereignty to them, to the UN and the World Health Organization. We have digital currency, right? Uh, central bank digital currency right around the corner. The Fed now, which is our central bank digital currency, has already been implemented. Digital ID, already implemented. And the United States government is not going to be immune and Trump is not going to save the day. And so I want to make sure um, that we understand. And, and here's part of, um, I was going to title today, Relying on God and Not Corrupt Government. I want to say the same thing. I, I, I ended 2023 with a show last Thursday on Trump Balagay. I said the same thing. I'm going to say it again. Do not put your hope and trust in Trump. Even if he gets a, 
well, again, this is my opinion, even if he gets selected by them allowing him to win and not cheating, I think you're going to see very likely that, that, that uh, well, I don't know, I, I think it's very likely that Biden is not going to be the nominee. And, but even if he is, I mean, again, we're, we're in this corruption of our elections, of federal government, of law enforcement. And um, we got to understand, don't put your trust in a man. Rely on God. Obey God. And that is not saying we should not be engaged in politics. We should not be engaged in our civil authority and holding them to account. If you need to go to your school board meeting and lovingly and respectfully and prayerfully getting up in their faces with truth and, and standing for righteousness so that they don't allow perversion and filth into the libraries or into the schools, do so. If you need to go before your county commissioners or your city council and hold them to account for corrupt policies and corrupt things that they're doing against the word of God, do so. And of course, vote. Do so. But do not rely. It's not a reliance. Do not think that they're going to save this nation or any nation because we are moving forward. As I said to you last week, QAnon, it's a psyop. It's psychological operations by the deep state, by the CIA. There is not going to be this global revival. We are not going to beat down the globalists because this is the time. We are very close to the tribulation. We are very close to these last days being fulfilled. We're very close to the coming of the Lord. And I'm not saying we don't push back. Of course we push back. We have that DVD on our website, the great pushback against the great reset. We must push back. We must resist. We must do everything we can in our ability to warn, but we must also recognize that God's going to allow things to progress in a certain timing as he is fulfilling his prophecy and his word. And so I believe that the government of the United States is utterly corrupted. I believe that no person, including Trump, can turn that ship around unless God intervenes. And I said last week, that's the wild card, right? That God could decide to intervene again. But I believe that we are in a place of decision. And so if again, you joined us late, Today's show was is titled, Obey God, Not Corrupt Government. Make that decision right now. Choose right now whom you serve. Choose right now how you're going to live this year. How you're going to protect yourself, protect your family. You cannot rely on the government. I was reading this morning this article about the state of Tennessee. We live in Tennessee and how the governor is out there boasting and bragging about how wonderful the condition of our state is in. And yet we're teetering. Yes, we are one of the better states. If you want to look at the bottom of the barrel, so to speak, when you look at the corruption of the federal government and the absolute depravity of so many of our states in this nation, including California, Washington, Oregon, Minnesota, New York, uh, Michigan, Illinois, when you, now Ohio. Do we have that headline about the Ohio governor? Can you go to our list and look at the headline of the Ohio governor? Um, no, right there. The Ohio governor, folks, vetoes. Look at this. 
a bill blocking protecting minors and girls sports. Why? Because he took $40,000 in campaign contributions from a hospital system that is pro-mutilating children. Pro. And, 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 and he's a, go ahead and come back to me, please. He is a Republican. What does that mean? Doesn't mean anything, right? Being a Republican doesn't mean anything. What matters is, are you going to, did we lose audio? Was that, did that one not have audio? We're good. Um, again, sorry again, folks. We're, this is a brand new system we're using today. It is a streaming platform that we're using. So bear with us if it's a little bit uh, not smooth <laughs> because we're just we're just trying to make sure we can come live to you. Yeah, amen. As for someone said online, as for me and my house, I will serve the Lord. Amen to that. So this is what we need to look at. Are you are are you are are you going to put your hope and trust in this Republican? Is this the guy in this? Who if you're living in Ohio? This is your governor that can't even protect kids and women from a bunch of messed up dudes that want to go dress up like women and go molest girls and, and, and look on girls. That's what they are. They're perverts. That's what they are. They're, they're per, it's a perversion. And this guy can't even vote. He vetoes. He vetoes good legislation. That's what happened, right? Good and really unnecessary legislation. Why do we even need this kind of legislation? We shouldn't even need it. But that's where our society is at. That's where America is at. Now, here's all the time. Well, the majority of Americans don't feel that way. Yeah, but the majority of Americans are standing up. They're busy watching NCAA football. And I get it. It's fun to watch. But the $40,000 that he got was just one donation. I'm sure if we dig into other donations from pharmaceuticals and others, because these guys are beholden to the same thing in Tennessee. Our governor here in Tennessee was beholden to the medical lobby. You know how much money the medical lobby and the pharmaceuticals were dumping into Republican candidates in a majority Republican state of Tennessee? The majority the majority of the donations from PACs and from lobbyists going to Republicans in the state of Tennessee is coming from the medical lobby and the pharmaceutical companies. So the point is, I'm not saying $40,000 swayed this guy. I'm saying that allegiance swayed this guy. Because his allegiance isn't to the Constitution. His allegiance isn't to God and doing what is right. and the state of where we're at. So let me move on to a couple other headlines because as I mentioned, I wanna share with you some of the things. Um, a friend of mine wrote an article on bio-warfare. I put in the text alert today, I was gonna to talk about the bio-warfare. And in the article, he was talking about, of course, what we saw with COVID and the fact that the intelligence community, the intelligence community of the United States continues to declare that COVID is not a bioweapon, which we all know it is. And yet one of the things that he brings up is the major globalist families, the Rockefellers, the Fords, the Gates, the Soros. Uh, he mentioned a few, few others that we're behind the pharmaceutical industry. We're behind the profiting from pharmaceuticals. That's why they have so much money to give to these candidates, which then corrupts them. When I ran for governor in 2011, 2012, I refused to take $1, $1 from any of these PACs, from any of these lobbyists. They didn't like me anyway. 
all of our money was from individual donors. And it was a grassroots campaign. But I had over 10,000 individual donors donate to our campaign, something like that. And it was the $20, the $50, the $100. Most people couldn't afford to max out the donation. I can't remember what it was when I was running in 2012, what, it, what was allowed. But if we put our hope and our faith and our trust in Congress, in the party platform, again, vote. But he goes on to talk about how you know, during COVID, hydro hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin were cheap. They were cheap. They could have eradicated. And yet, no, let's go to remdesivir, a drug that kills 52% of people in all their testing. Project Veritas had obtained a memo from a U.S. major uh, of, the Air of the Defense Advanced Research Project Advocacy, or what we know as DARPA, and announced on January 22 of 2022 that both ivermectin and HCQ were curative. Did you hear what I just said? In January 1st of 2022, Project Veritas, Veritas obtained a memo that DARPA had put out. Had that, that it announced that both ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine are both curative for COVID-19, and yet they are still banned or refused in most states um, if doctors prescribe them, they can lose their license. And he talks about, of course, the depopulation agenda with, with the shots, talks about destroying our military personnel, which, by the way, there's now several hundred U.S. military personnel, even, even some senior ones that are calling for a court-martial of military officials that forced these shots on them that has caused death and, and, and major issues. He talks about how while inflation has you know, gone through the roof and prices of food and everything's gone through the roof, the billionaires have become more wealthier. The Gates, the Elon Musks, the Zuckerbergs, the uh, Bezos, all these billionaires have become even richer. But one of the things that caught my attention, two things. One, he said, October 2023, Canadian research team found that 13.5 billion COVID death shots were given worldwide. They found at least 17 million people died immediately or, or were directly related to the shots. No recall, 17 million minimum. And the number keeps growing, blood clots, excess death rates, sudden death myocarditis, pericarditis, spike protein damage, autoimmune damage. But what he talked about was the fact that right before, and this is the part I want to get to. I'm just trying to find it here in the article. Give me one second. Right before Trump, here it is. The American Report had an article. 11 days before Trump took office. I, I, I'm just trying to help you understand the level of corruption. Okay? And maybe you don't need understanding. Maybe you're like, yeah, we get it. We get it. But the level of corruption. Happy New Year, everybody. Thanks for joining. If you're joining us late, thank you guys for joining us. But the level of corruption from the deep state. So he says, 11 days before Trump took office, this is in 2017, the Obama-Biden White House science czar, John Holdren, noted for being a depopulation adherent, advised lifting the gain-of-function research ban. Did you hear what I said? There had been a ban, apparently. I didn't even know this. Federally on gain-of-function research, meaning what do you do? You take a naturally occurring virus, you mutate it genetically to make it more lethal to humans. It is, a, it is called creating a bioweapon. The science are under Obama, 
We need to lift this thing, he says. So the Obama White House does what? Executive orders it and lifts it. We didn't even hear this. And this was contrary to the Transition Act of 1963, which then meant that you had to notify the president. But Trump was not notified. Holdren was the co-author of the 1973 book, Human Ecology, Problems and Solutions. It, call, it, it calls for the dismantling of Western economies to enable wealth redistribution to foreign countries like China. Another work entitled Ecoscience that he, this guy put together, Population, Resources, and Environment, presented methods of implementing massive-scale human population reduction, meaning to kill people off such as adding sterilization agents to food and water supplies and forced abortions. He also admitted that biological warfare stemmed from the escape of lethal agents from a lab or from a lab engaged in genetic engineering. But what he says in the article is very interesting is that this is not new. It is not new that in the past, there has been a use of bioweapons to kill people. I'm trying to get to the section here where he talks about, give me just one second here, folks, really quick, I apologize. But he talks about the fact that in the past, there, oh, here we go. Getting back to biological warfare and how governments of the world now are using this, right? So that's the point of the, what I'm trying to share with you is, Governments of the world are using biological warfare and have been using biological warfare to kill their enemies. So he goes back and he says, it goes back at least 3,000 years. The first weapons were probably arrows or spears dipped in poison or excrement. Launching dead disease, disease bodies was popular as well. In 1155, Emperor Frederick Barbarossa poisoned water wells with human bodies. In 1346, the Mongols catapulted the bodies of plague victims over the walls of cities that they were not too fond of. Napoleon flooded the plains around Mantua, Italy to spread malaria. Confederate soldiers, Confederates sold clothing from yellow fever and smallpox patients to Union soldiers. So this is nothing new. This has been a strategy of the enemy. But yet what is new is now the governments of the world, not just one nation or one rogue leader, but the governments of the world are engaging in, in, in biological warfare against humanity. And we have to be prayerful that God will protect us despite of, I always say to people, the globalists are trying to kill us every which way in the air, in the water, in the food, with technology and we have to be understanding that God can protect us. God can protect us. God can keep us safe. God can supernaturally have his hand upon us if we obey him. You see, if I obey God, God can get me through the fiery furnace. If I, Now, he may not, right? I may lose my life. But if I obey God, God can get me through the lion's den. If I obey God, God can get me through the, exter the extermination plan of Haman, like in the book of Esther. If, if I obey God, God can get me through anything. And that's why I'm calling for us to obey God. And... Um, I I I I want to I want to challenge all of you. I want to encourage all of you. Um, again, there are individuals, and you see this right now with the president of Argentina, the new elected president. He's trying to slash a lot of things. He's trying to get rid of a lot of things, and and I applaud that. But he's also making decisions to put people in who are globalists. Trump made the same mistake. When you don't know how deep the deep state is. But I think that um, we have to have an attitude 
of complying to God, obeying God, understanding the corruption of government. I think that um, I disagree with some of you who are saying that you don't think every level of government is corrupt. I disagree. I think there's corruption in every level of government. Now, there are good people in levels of government. So let's say, for example, here we live in a county, Blunt County here in East Tennessee. There is corruption in our county. I've talked to people who have served in this county government. There's a county commissioner that uh, attends the local church here. And I've talked to them about the level of corruption in local government. It is staggering. If you actually look at the detail, it's staggering. Are there good people? Sure. I'm talking, folks, about the system. The system is corrupt. I'm not saying every person who is in government is corrupt. The system is corrupt because this is the beast system. We are moving towards a beast system. We are not moving towards a righteous system. Unless, unless folks, you believe in post-millennialism and we're living in kingdom now theology. We understand that we're in the last days. We understand that government is moving towards a beast system globally, everywhere. I said to you last week, Poland. Poland, that has been a stalwart over the last number of years, is now crumbling and moving more towards the EU and the left and the globalists. Hungary is fighting. Italy is trying to fight. But Italy is being overrun by these Muslim death mobs, is what I'm calling them now. Rape mobs. Chaos mobs, which is what we see in America. And so the system is corrupt, guys. Brothers and sisters, we are dealing with a corrupt system. So to think that that system is always going to be magically changed because Trump gets in, I think that that's naivety. And I think that the reality is we must pray. And the only thing that will move the hand of God, if we are praying that God will move, the only thing that will move the hand of God, folks, is our obedience to God. And so let's pray for 2024. Let's pray that God will thwart the plans of the enemy, push back if, if time is available. But my prayer is, Lord, your will be done. Your will be done. And I think that some of the good people that are in government, are there to expose things, are there to be a voice for righteousness because God always leaves a righteous voice, right? Even in a depraved generation, God always has a righteous voice. Prophets, people who are there to warn, people who maybe are in government, pastors should be, right? God will always leave a righteous voice as a the voice crying out in the wilderness, that always will happen because God never leaves the corrupt without warning. But we got to have our eyes open. Let's move on to some other headlines. Um, Drya, can you go to the, do you have the U.S. Navy? Here's another, okay. One of the things I put in the uh, text message was, uh, let, yeah, let's go to the let's go to the invasion. No, go back right there. Let's start with that. One of the things I talked about was the invasion that is in. Yeah, let's just uh, uh, we can, let's do a split screen. Let's do a split screen so I can be there. So you guys see this here, and then I will bring it up in a minute. Lukeville port of entry turns into garbage pile after eighty thousand illegals from Africa, the Middle East, Latin America, and by the way, China pass through on Biden's open border invitation. This is what's coming into our nation, folks. What do you think these people are doing? They're here to peaceably live? They're here to get along? This is absolute chaos that they're trying to sow on purpose. On purpose. Let's go to the other, uh, another headline. Um, can you go to the disaster about the Biden's public health? Just click, yeah. 
Um, how come you're doing that? Just go to the, I can see the small one, Dry. If you go to the small and just go back to that and I'll just tell you which one. Uh, no, keep going. The right, oh, no, right there. Except you got to get it off the screen, son. Go, go, go to full screen and then we can do that after this one. After, yeah, there we go. Biden's border crisis causing public health catastrophe. So now what this is talking about, which by the way, I've been warning about, go ahead and come back to me, please. I've been warning about, um, all these unvetted refugees coming into our nation. Well, guess what? A lot of them are bringing in diseases that we have eradicated. They're seeing diseases. Uh, Dr. Ashwin Vassan, health commissioner of New York City, is waving the white flag. Biden's non-existent border policies are producing contagious diseases not seen for decades. 2.5 million recorded migrants encountered the U.S.-Mexican border in 2023. Wow. 2.5 million represents a new all-time high. These individuals come from 160 exotic countries, most with terrible health care standards. Prime example, polio. In 2022, a New York man was paralyzed by polio, likely originating from another country. Tuberculosis, an airborne bacterial infection has now been confirmed in every neighborhood in New York City with 88% of causes and people born outside the U.S. Florida has seen a 21% increase in TB since Biden was elected. Texas border counties have tripled the national average rate of TB. They're seeing chicken box outbreaks, measles, malaria, leprosy. Leprosy. And so we're seeing the increase of these diseases. And this is why we have to build up our immunity. I want to encourage you again, build up your immunity. Get those essential vitamin D, vitamin C, zinc, quercetin. Get ivermectin if you can. Again, I offered this and we can't do a lot of it, but in here in Tennessee, we have some pharmacists that can prescribe ivermectin. You can fill it online. They will not ship it to you in another state, but we can ship it to you Um just cover our shipping. That's it. So you can order it online. If you want information, email us at info at TIL ministry, info at TIL ministry. Can you put the website up there, please, son? And just do info in front of that, email us, and we will get uh, we'll send you the uh, website for the pharmacist. And that you can go online, order your prescription for ivermectin. It's over the counter here in Tennessee. Put us as, a, as, as the pickup, and then we can go pick it up and ship it to you two-day, overnight, depending on the urgency. And all we ask is just cover our shipping. That's it. We're not charging anything. We just want to do this as a service. You got to stock up, stock up on some extra food, water, communications. We are working on, and I'll be having more information. By the way, next Monday, not yesterday, but next Monday is our next uh, Patriot Network meeting here in East Tennessee. Uh, Lord willing, we'll be live streaming that to our website, tilministry.com slash live, our website. And we'll have some information about some new communications that we're trying to encourage beyond ham radio, GMRS. This is exciting. This is a, it's a text, um, but build up, get zinc and quercetin, build up your vitamin B12, vitamin D3, uh, vitamin C, uh, sodium ascorbate is a great thing to nebulize. I would have some colloidal silver on hand in small amount. I know some people are getting a little bit turned off by colloidal silver because of the metals in your body, but I think in very, very, very small doses, particularly it's very effective when you nebulize it. You put a five mils in a nebulizer, uh, gets rid of a lot. Every time now that if I have anything viral starting to, to, to happen in my lungs, uh, I am, you know, going to nebulize that or sodium ascorbate uh, is also good. You mix it in, in water and you can nebulize that as a high dose um, 
uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, to as an immune building, high dose, very quick, because it's hard to get a lot of vitamin C in um, when you know to stomach tolerance if you're like mixing it with water or orange juice and it's very sour. But you got to get ready because look what they're importing. They're not just importing mobs of military age men, they're importing disease on purpose. Let's go to the mobs now, dry up. Um, just click on the left there and I'll tell you. Um, let's go to France. Yeah, that one right there. So France is in deep trouble because they've been bringing all these Muslim mobs in and New Year's French police were being attacked, only 745 vehicles. And of course that's being facetious, were torched by these Muslim mobs in France. In Germany, the Muslim mobs were attacking the police. Then uh, Italy, can you click uh, go back to me first, please? And then in Italy, uh, right there, Milan's Duomo occupied by invaders as young women are chased and molested by Arabs in undated video. Because... Every time women go out in France, in Germany, in Sweden, in Norway, in the UK, now in, 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 in well, now in Italy and Austria, they have the possibility, especially if they're alone, of being raped, molested and raped, robbed, molested and raped. This is what happens when you bring in a mass horde of unvetted refugees, particularly from the Middle East. And Christians say, well, God's bringing them here. God's bringing them here. Yes, God may be allowing them to come. He's not bringing them. He's allowing them to come, folks. But then we're not evangelizing them. So they come with their evil demonic agenda. And that's what we see in Minnesota that has now gone to the upper house with their flag to Somalia, which then apparently they now change because of maybe because of pressure. And now New York, I have made the prediction, New York, listen, New York City is already upper house of Islam. The moment they allowed the Islamic call of prayer in New York City is now the upper house of Islam. It's now Dar al-Islam. But look at the mobs. Let's go to, let's go to, um, while U.S. Navy, can you go back to that article for me? Um, right there, right there. No, you were there. While U.S. Navy fights Hutu jihadists on the sea, pro-Hamas commies rally in New York City. And again, because of the issue with our program today, I wasn't able to bring in the video. But if you watch the video, you'll see them chanting in New York City, wearing all their Hamas scarves. And it's always about end genocide. But these are pro-Hamas rallies because they're wearing their Hamas scarves, the kafiyas. And so this is what we're doing in America, folks. And you know what they were shouting? They were shouting support to the Yemen Houthis. They were saying, Yemen Houthis make us proud. So while the Houthis in Yemen... Um, U.S. Navy helicopters returned fire and sank three small boats carrying Houthi militants in the Red Sea on Sunday after U.S. warships responded to a distress call from a merchant vessel. A MERS container ship issued the distress call. This is where, in the Red Sea, this is where um, forces from the United Kingdom, America, and other countries are being attacked by these Iranian-backed Houthi rebels and we have people in America, in New York City, that are sitting there saying, make us proud, Houthi rebels. Make us proud, you Muslim jihadist uh, evil rebels who are attacking American ships and American forces. And we're just saying this is freedom of speech. Okay, sure, it's freedom of speech until they do this. Let's go to the next headline, Drya. New York City Hamas supporters block. Again, I covered this before. They block. Oh, uh, I think it was right there. 
Is that the one? No. Well, that yeah. Go to that one first, and then we'll go to the other. One. Here's. Go, can you go full screen on this one, please? Here's the headline. No, no, that was the wrong one. Uh, can you go back to the other one right there? Here's the headline, folks. New York City Hamas supporters again block JFK Airport, launch balloons in the paths of planes. In the paths of planes. And they're encouraging. Can you actually go full screen? Because I wanted them to see that uh, tweet there. Can you guys see that from this guy, Julio, Julio Rosas? Within our lifetime, one of the anti-Israel groups behind the protest at JFK Airport is claiming victory because police have effectively shut down all entrances to the airport. They are forcing police to shut down. Now they're encouraging to go to LaGuardia. You see that it says victory. Port Authority has effectively shut down all entrances to JFK International Airport for people without a boarding pass. Air train services are closed. Cars cannot get into the terminal without a proof of ticket. This is victory. They're claiming victory, this group, within our lifetime. Now they want everyone to go to um, LaGuardia. And look at this. We plan to come to, J um, we're calling on everyone without a car who plan to come to JFK now, go to meet us at the offices of El Al, which is the Israeli airline, the Zionist entity's largest airline. So now go to the other one, please, Jariah, because it's showing this is now people having to line up at a metro. They can't even get to the airport. They're having to catch a train because they can't even get their cars to the airport. And they're having to show their boarding passes. And NYPD is sitting there letting them in or, or checking. Why are they not bringing in Go ahead and come back to me, please. Why are they not bringing in the National Guard and mass arrest these people? This is, this is what I'm talking about. You cannot trust law enforcement to protect you. You cannot trust the government to protect you because they're corrupted. And even those individual cops that may not be corrupted, They're being given orders to stand down. We need to go back to the days where I think we need to form our own groups, our own response teams, our own militias. The problem with that is if we go and engage these people, like what tends to happen between Proud Boys and uh, Antifa, we see law enforcement backing Antifa. And law enforcement is backing these Muslim mobs and all the illegal hordes that are with them. So I come back to, and I want to end today with this note. First of all, be, be praying against a black swan event. I think that this is a term that the globalists use, the idea that they're going to, some unfortunate event's going to happen, and they're going to blame the Russians, or they're going to blame MAGA. Um, they'll blame the right, the conservatives, the Christians. So that's what we're praying against. We're praying against that black swan event. We're playing, praying against what they're planning. And so, folks, I want to encourage you to pray. I want to encourage you. Yes, resist. Resist. That's the point of today's show. Resist. Push back. Pray. But be realistic. Be realistic. Prepare for realism. Because if you're not prepared for, listen, if God intervenes and does miracles after miracles, I will be praising God from the heavens or, or, or to the heavens. But if he does not and simply allows the progression of what these globalist evil people, the beast system is planning in order to fulfill Bible prophecy, then we're not caught off guard. We're not like, oh, I didn't know. How did that happen? Because if you're paying attention to QAnon, you're going to be suckered in. It's psychological operation by the CIA. If you're paying attention to those post-millennialists who are the kingdom now people that think we should be ruling and reigning the world right now as we speak and that the earth is getting better and better and better, then you're going to be deceived. If you're paying attention to those who are preterists or partial preterists who are telling you all this Bible prophecies in the past, then you're going to be deceived. 
I want to prepare you. I want to be a realist. And people say, oh, you're being too negative. Well, so be it. But I want to be a realist. And I want to make sure we're ready. Do not back down. Do not give up. Our attitude, let's go to our image one more time, please, Drya. We will obey God and not a corrupt government. And when I say government, I don't mean just mean America. I mean globally, federally, globally, locally, whatever it may be. We will comply with God. We will not comply with evil. That has got to be our decision. That has got to be our heart attitude. That has got to be our lifestyle. Because it is not an option to give in to tyranny. It is not an option to give in to evil. It is not an option to give in to corruption. We are God's people. We must live by order. We are God's people. We live by righteousness. We are God's people. We seek the kingdom of God first and his righteousness. We do not and will not give in to the new world order. We, we do not and will not give in to the beast system. We do not and will not give in to the compromise of our faith as so many Christians are doing. But as I said Thursday, please do not expect a political solution. Please do not expect a political savior. And please prepare yourself for the, for the challenges that are ahead. If none of this happens and everything is hunky-dory in 2024, then praise God and I'll be the first one to come out and say, thank you, Lord, that you intervened. But if God just allows things to happen and progress in preparation for the tribulation and preparation for... Um, in preparation for what is coming. I think we're better off, folks. We're better off being realistic, hopeful, prayerful, vigilant, but realistic and preparatory. Prepare. Prepare. I am not a prophet of God. But I know deep down within me that the plans of the enemy for this year are deep and vicious and evil against Christians, against America, against the world. But God is still on his throne. And if we obey him, then there's a chance. If we resisted during COVID, there would have been a better chance of them not being able to implement the Great Reset, not being able to implement their New World Order agenda, not be able to implement digital currency and digital ID and losing national sovereignty. But most people did not resist. Most people complied. And we are where we're at. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. We're just... living in tumultuous times, but I pray by faith and joy and hope. I don't want to start off your year by getting you down. I wanted to start off your year by saying to you, here should be our, our heart attitude because you're going to see these, these, these things increase. These mobs, these mobs, just want to make sure I covered everything in our text alert today. These mobs that are coming, the migrant invasion, the Hamas mobs, the bio-warfare that they're, that they're continuing to plan. By the way, that is what Revelation 6 prophesies in the four horsemen. That is what's going to happen in the tribulation, once the tribulation starts. So please be encouraged in that God is on his throne. God is sovereign. And that even if these things are allowed, it is allowed for the greater good. It is allowed for his greater purposes. So God bless you guys. Again, I want to encourage you. If you're part of a church, get our brand new uh, order. Order our brand new DVD. One, um, We will not comply. We have One World Religion Rising too. That's already out. But our We Will Not Comply the battle between obeying God versus government. The pre-orders are already on our website. 
Go to our website. Under order page, there's a drop-down box for the pre-order. Get your order in now because we're soon going to be going to print about two, three weeks, and we need to know how many to order. But please understand that obedience is what opens the, the way for God to move. The obedience of his people. You want to see a miracle in America, then it's our obedience that matters, our faithfulness that matters to him, and the way we live our lives, and the choices we make, and whom we serve. And I love what somebody said earlier on the live chat. For me and my household, we will serve the Lord. God bless you guys. Thank you for your patience again today. I will be back with you, Lord willing, live Thursday night. And starting next week, we're going to have some guests on using this platform that we just saw. But I thank you for your patience today for joining us later than normal. Pastor Sharam Hadian, are we ready? Uh, God bless you guys. We'll see you on Thursday night at 8 o'clock Eastern.